Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Bachelor-ish, the podcast. I'm Alice. Becky. (laughs) And I'm Camden. And here we are with another week of Katie's season. Seemed like a long time since last week for some reason. It took me a while to get back into this episode, but um, they started off the season with their generic sex positive theme for the week. So this week, what was it? The whoa whoa <laughs> yeah the whoa whoa challenge the whoa whoa challenge what did you think of the whoa 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 it was whoa whoa right yeah whoa whoa challenge what does that mean I just thought oh my gosh I was waiting for the Seinfeld reference oh they did mention it they master did of, yes and Caitlin had the master of the domain reference that was the only thing that made it bearable for me so there was Camden's looking at me confused there's a uh, very iconic episode of Seinfeld where they see who can hold out the longest. It's uh. like a bet. It's it's a pretty good episode. Iconic 90s episode, but do we really need this? I don't know if we needed it. I don't bachelor. know if we needed this background. As funny as they thought it was. Yeah, exactly. Although uh, Connor seemed to have at least a dozen different names. Exactly. Connor was basically doing the family feud euphemism for <laughs> masturbating. <laughs> like how many did he have? Of course they couldn't say masturbating. It's very funny. So yeah, can they? It's just it was literally what, what yes. What are the two other O's? Well, like whack off, week off, whack off. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. Then why did they bleep that? Because they couldn't say it on air. They're trying to be sex positive, but still but have to they let, shame it a little bit. They let Connor say all. And the... Connor can have the Family Feud level euphemism, but never say the word masturbate. Yes, exactly. It's weird. You can't say whack, but you and can also say at this point it's you can totally low five. You, you can't say yes. it together, and it's totally now normal that we men are basically given zero. I mean, willpower? Like, we're supposed to now just totally expect that these men can't even go 12 hours? I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. This I don't know what, what that's like, so I'm not going to judge them. This is what a generation porn addiction, I guess, caused. Um, anyway, so there was that. <laughs> that was the sex positive. And that they would need for to the be week. telling anyone that exactly. they did or didn't. And this is what I was confused. It sounded like the guys were constantly talking about it or listening to each other or keeping tabs on each other before this. Bizarre. And with a, with a huge hotel like that, why are they in rooms together anyway? That's that what really I thought. Stupid. I why thought are these grown men spending sharing rooms in a whole resort? Ridiculous. Anyways, that's my rant for the week on there. I don't know. I've normalized it. I feel like it's as normal for them. Well, as that's why I think it should be normal. That's the thing. It should be normal, but also like acting like these guys deserve a medal if they go 24 hours, like, or whatever, a week. Like, no, I'm sorry. Just everyone can do what they want. It shouldn't be that big a deal. That should be the positiveness about it. Not drawing gigantic attention to it. And that everybody you know. needs to know what everybody's exactly. doing. Exactly. <laughs> like, that doesn't make it sex positive. That makes the people who aren't doing it constantly possibly feel abnormal. Or the people that are whatever. You know what I mean? It, anyways, I don't think that was just the right way to go. I think they're really reaching with this stuff. And then we go into another lackluster moment where Justin gets the one-on-one date. Boring, boring. Oh, yeah, he had to. I know, but was anyone even remotely like, "Yay, I want to see Justin on a one-on-one date"? He seems so exciting. No, <laughs> <laughs> your no. faces say it all. We were just like, 
Justin really? I don't know how he didn't. He just go seems home shy after and that. awkward and sort of I don't know out he's of place. Just, he's not it, and he got the recycled. We've seen this before. The kind of reenact your wedding, do wedding photo type date. Um, so it was just very generic, very generic. Oh, and they had a had that frosting kiss. Oh, they had the frosting kiss, which we're supposed to think is romantic. She ate frosting out of his nostril. Oh, Camden says she ate frosting out of his nostril. Yep, I don't Ew. think she meant to. I will have to rewatch that, but that's just disgusting. Yeah, I'm married now for almost seventeen years and never. She ever. was like making out with just like above his lip. I was like, didn't want to waste any. Yeah. So, like, when uh, they called out, so when they called out that Justin was getting the one-on-one, like, Greg looked pretty devastated, and that's when he had his convo with Hunter, that Hunter's like, oh, yeah, it's really rare to get a second one-on-one, and Greg just looked shattered then. Did you notice that? Yeah. Like, Greg, who, I guess, doesn't watch the show, didn't realize that he probably wasn't going to get any more one-on-one time with her for a while. I think Greg is into it. Anyways, back to Justin. I just don't see it. I don't see it getting there. I don't see how it could get there. I don't see um, what she sees in him. He's not my type. I personally don't find him good looking. But Mm -mm. And then they did the vows. Was there anything that was anything unique in those vows? No, his vows weren't unique. And hers were just about his painting. At least she had something that was... You know, slightly personal. Slightly. At least it showed she knew something about him that was different than the other guys. His was literally like, you're kind. I don't know. I think I want to make you happy. I will always be there for you. You know, just generic. That's a lot of those are at weddings anyway. Yeah, any any guy could copy his vows and then it would just be like, oh, they're the sweetest vows. Yes, these are just the most generic thing ever. I don't know. I think vows are stupid. I, I think wedding agree. traditions in general are kind of stupid. I don't know. I don't I know mean, why you need to like make these things public that are just like you two. Like, I mean, just oh yeah, yeah I promise I'm not gonna cheat on you. Well, yeah, exactly. Um, like, I hope. Bare minimum, thank you. Jeez, I promise to be there for you when you're sad. Well, I hope so. Like I, you know, I promise that if you get sick, I won't leave you because you're dumb. I'm like. Ooh. Okay, and... Yes, it's a very dumb date, too, to do, especially with two people that aren't even close to being at that point in a relationship. Yeah, it seems sort of stupid to dress up in wedding clothes. I agree. And Bachelor, whatever, we're tired of the same old things. They're not even good. These dates are not even good anymore. I'm getting to the point where I'm kind of like, this is... You guys are just... And then she says, I've never shopped for rings with anyone, engagement rings and hope. Well, yeah, exactly. I guess <laughs> that's what you should go. Like, Can't they just like elope? Like they've been through a lot. Can't they just be like, "Hey, right, can we just get married right now?" That's I guess if you really that into just it, but it has the rings. Okay, but they haven't been together. None of these guys she's had more than probably twenty four hours with of actual time. No. So the idea that this ends in an engagement is well, just does, insane. Does Justin anyways. seem like anybody she'll really end up that's with? That's what I thought. Really, okay, so. Spoiler alert, she gives him a rose at the end of the date, which means she saw something, right? Like, she got the one-on-one, he got the one-on-one date rose, so she at least felt sparks. Maybe not. Maybe she just needed to, felt like she needed to get to know him better. Yeah, easy to keep, no drama guy. Easy to keep, no drama, whatever else. She came in there and went with the story about, you know, her loss of her father, 
which sounds very difficult for her. And it turns out that he wasn't her bio dad. She's reconnected with her bio dad and talking about the difficulty. And the whole time there, he's all just like, yeah. Oh, wow. You know, like, uh, oh, yes. yes. Know. You know, oh, know. I'm sorry. Like, that's basically all his. We don't get to see the whole dates, obviously. There's a lot they're not showing us because this can't have been the only conversation in in their dinner, a two-minute conversation. But all he said was just, uh-huh, yeah, I'm sorry. That's it. She says yeah. that uh, she feels safe with him. And I, why, why is that? Because yeah. he's boring and he's a good listener? I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. that he's safe and just non-whatever. Nothing else. She, I think she feels safe with him because he doesn't make her feel so invested that she's going to get hurt. When someone makes you feel safe because you don't see that you're ever going to get hurt in this situation. Because she's just not that into him. That's what it seems like. I yeah. guess so, yeah. Anyways, the, yeah, the cake kiss, the, uh, yeah, the generic vows. It was just not it. I was the whole start of this episode. I was like, hey, we got to have something good. But then they showed up. We have the... Uh, group date right um oh wait first i had to ask him so do you know who this singer was mm. the max singer um he sung a song with sugar that was popular so he's actually worked with the guy from bts the yeah. guy i don't like from bts <laughs> the one of my least favorite bts members yeah you don't like i sugar. liked him at least it was not country music so yeah. I appreciated that a little bit. Oh, I wish it was the wish they got sugar from BTS there. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So. Anyway, so that was the one on wait one date with Justin. That was about the only slightly okay thing that I was more into this musical performance than the last one. That was it. And I wasn't even like it. Yeah. Okay, so the group date. We're hoping for something exciting here. And so Cam, what was the group date? The group date was all the guys and basically they had to go to like this whole royal thing and there were two drag queens there was um monet and shay yeah and this as we're drag race fans yeah i mean you were watching we were watching drags drag race from when you were very quite young oh, you loved oh, yeah. camden loved drag race i loved she was alaska. like seven eight i remember i thought i was such a rebel when i said alaska's name oh yeah cam loved alaska <laughs> She loved Alaska. But, so you were thinking, okay, you know, the library is open. You remember that? They put on the glasses and oh, like, yeah. time to read. You know, well, we're going to give I you the read. You know, but the library is open. It's time to read. We're like, it's thinking, fun this is when they do that, you know? Exactly. Because, like, when drag queens do it, they know what's happening. They know they're just trying to be like, haha, that's exactly. funny shade. That's creative. That's what we were Good thinking. One, it know? was going to be. And, like, when the. When the queens themselves were throwing it at the guys, they were like, ha ha. Yeah, and it was good. Good fun. So we started out strong. That turned out to be the best part of the day. Yes. Yes. We started out strong with the drag queens coming in. The drag queens looked amazing. Oh, yeah. The outfits and the styling, like, unfortunately, I thought, personally, next to them, Katie's outfit just looked terrible. Oh, well, I guess next to them. Camden thought... I like her outfit. Camden Camden is very much distracted by sparkly things. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anything with sequins and sparkles, she's like, ooh, sparkly, I like it. Yeah. And then she realizes it's, like, a literal sequin blazer as a dress. (laughs) We're like, "Mm," you know. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, I thought the drag queens looked amazing. 
I thought their reads were good. I was really hoping everyone would put on their little glasses and just go to the library and we'd be doing the reading, you know, the funny reads on people. I know. That's what I expected from, like, Trey. Yeah, they literally let everyone... Yeah, they let everyone go and brainstorm ideas, theoretically, for a large portion of the date where they got to write down their ideas and their burns and other stuff. The one guy even wrote burn book, Brendan. Yeah. We got to see nothing of it. So the majority of this date was spent brainstorming burns that we never even got to see. We just did, we did hear Trey say that uh, Hunter was the mix between a squirrel and an angry beaver. Yes, that, I mean, yes, we saw that. We never saw it come to fruition. I was really excited to see like them be all sassy and whatever, but didn't get to see that. Yeah, we saw, okay, so when they actually showed up, we saw some guys do like the generic... Oh, yes, I'm here for you. I don't want to whatever. And then we saw Greg with a cute poem. It was a cute poem, but it was that's what it was, right? And then it instantly went to the hunter pylon, mm-hmm. right? Instantly. It instantly went there. And what did you guys think? Okay, so Hunter, when he was talking to, I think it was Shay. I'm not 100% sure. She goes, are you in love with her? He goes, well, I can't say that I've gotten to that point yet. You know, mm-hmm. but I could see it. Didn't he basically say, I could see it happening? I'm not there. We haven't gotten enough time for me to say I'm fully in love with her. But I definitely am yeah, developing feelings for her or whatever. Love. He said, I'm not in love with her, but I could see myself getting there, he said, right? That's uh, what he said to her. I don't know. I, I, I took it as a no. I agree it was no. I'm not that, of course he's not going to say I'm not in love with or I'm in love with her, right? But Trey overheard that. Okay, foreshadowing. Then the drag queens asked Hunter in front or someone asked hunter in in the whatever presentation are you in love with katie and he could he said i can see myself falling in love with her so those are two different things i don't They're, know why they thought they were the same you can say you're not in love but that's you what i are thought falling in love. i didn't think he was lying either way I, either. I thought he just said it in a more tempered way and then a more whatever generic bachelor I can see myself falling in love with you. I don't know. I feel like that's controversial because a lot of people see that as the same thing and then a lot of people see that as a different thing. Well, that should... that That's true, especially if you're receiving it. Because if you think about it, like me, I kind of see falling in love and being in love as the same thing because if you're falling in love, then that basically means... You will be. You you're, think, you're in love. See, like, I would have been like... I would have taken will it as the... Their falling they're getting there yeah, they're not that's there. what i think like especially are. because we've watched so many seasons of the show right. they it it comes out second week so the fact that he's waited this long to say that is you know people say i see myself falling he she said it numerous times i see myself falling for him isn't that the same thing do you see that say i see myself falling in love i could see myself falling in love so is falling for someone different than falling in love this Brandon? is i don't know i i i've this kind of is, see it as the same thing, because I feel like if you say you're falling in love confidently, then that means you're going to be in love. Okay. If you, like, you're in love, basically. Yeah, see, it should, it should. Okay, like, you could, so... I feel more as, like, you could see yourself being that comfortable in love. So you saw love. it where he did contradict so I did himself. see the... I s- agreed with everyone else. With you like agreed the, with everyone else. See, I didn't agree when, with everyone else. When they else. say they falling in love, you should end up falling in love, but that on this show, that doesn't. Yeah, see, I, saw, I, I heard him say, I'm, he said, I'm falling in love with Katie, right? That's what he said when he was in front of everyone. Mm-hmm. I still saw that as I'm not in love. I could see myself getting there. That's, in my yeah, mind, I saw them as the same thing. But then it also sounds like 
based on context clues from him otherwise, that he saw that as I'm in love because he was literally like, I'm marrying her. Yeah. So, but, so, okay, so do you think he was actually falling in love with her? He's actually falling in love with her and then just tempered it when he was talking to the drag queen who he didn't know. I don't know. And just wanted to say a more different type of answer to the drag queen. So Maybe. Do you, think, do you think he sees something different between falling in love and being the winner at the end? I don't know. I see. So he could I be don't, the winner but not really be in love. I think he actually was is falling for her I and would have liked a real, a real relationship oh. with her. I think he would have made yeah, it Yeah, I definitely her. think he liked her a lot. Yeah. So, yeah, the pile-on on Hunter happened. Everyone was coming at Hunter. And then they were talking about how Hunter earlier in the day had gone to Greg and said he had a top four. Oh, yeah. Who's Hunter's top four? Hunter's not really in tune. It seemed like uh, he had Greg, himself, and Connor, and someone else who he didn't mention. But So then it became the Hunter pile-on. And they were asking things like, who's not here for the right reasons? And they'd say Hunter and all this other stuff. I was hoping for some just good, fun comebacks. Well, they didn't like that Hunter was a big bachelor, right? Bachelor that, fan. Was, isn't he just a fan? I like, think, that's or did what he I don't really get. just study it? Yeah, they didn't that. like that he was actually a fan who followed Bachelor Nation uh, accounts or maybe commented on Bachelor Reddit or whatever else. I mean, you'd think ABC would love that there would be all these kinds Isn't of fans. It, and, and I've read and admittedly, Katie has admitted that she's followed Bachelor and she's a Bachelor fan and mm-hmm. maybe part of Bachelor subreddits and stuff. I don't know. Like she didn't come out with it there, but online people know that she is, you know, kind of in tune with the Bachelor things. That's one thing I don't get. That's what I'm saying. Camden is when they were calling him sneaky. You'd be roasted just for enjoying reality yeah. TV. Like you're like I'm a Love Island fan. I'm a Bachelor fan. They're, oh, she knows too much. Who doesn't know about yeah. dating shows at this point in their lives? What the producers are shady and yeah, are they trying to find? Literally at this point, they're trying to find an unbiased jury. You know, like you I mean, haven't we know, watched. We know quite a bit, but there are people who know way a lot more. Than I mean, we yes, all this. yeah, but I guess that's why people like Greg. Is because he was already like, uh, I don't know, too much. Yeah, but Greg didn't seem. No. Greg didn't seem like, like you know. Like and seems well. You either have two it people. It sounds like he seemed the bad people about that are knowing. super uncomfortable in the process, or the people who know too much about the process. It sounds like right. he he seemed uncomfortable with it, but like it sounds like he also seemed like he was out of the loop because they definitely knew more than him. I don't. So yeah. I don't know if. Maybe there's something we don't know because we're not super fans that they talk about in Bachelor. But forums. what is like what I'm wondering is like why is saying something telling everyone they want to hear on Bachelor different than just guys that would tell everyone they want to hear something in normal life? Like that's a lot of dating, isn't it? Just telling kind of people the things they want to hear or going through the mo- relationship steps. Mm-hmm. Like it's all kind of. Letting someone believe something, implying, yeah, even though you don't really exactly. tell them right out. No, it's not good. Go I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Trey I, 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 was really... There were certain guys. Okay, so we got to the night portion of the date, right? And we went through the guys. First up was Andrew. Andrew had a good little thing. They had a kiss. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then Greg talked about how he was uncomfortable with the situation um, and asked where she was, and she says she's falling for him to Greg. And he said he's falling for and her. And he said he's falling for her, and they had a great kiss. So they're, you know, in their moment. They both said it was scary. Yeah, exactly. And then Blake, Blake comes in, and he's, 
you know, they, Blake is kind of, I'm wondering if Blake is really on, like, on her level with their type of sense of humor. They seem extremely compatible with that type of stuff, right? He came in there on the group date, had a lot of the funny jokes, double entendre type jokes about the challenge. You didn't think that, oh, nothing serious. Oh, that's serious talk. But that was a serious kiss. Yeah, serious kiss. That was a serious kiss. So, like, if we were. After I saw Andrew's kiss, I'm like, oh, cute kiss. Then I saw Greg's kiss, and I go, oh, man, that was a kiss. Like, she was really into the Greg kiss. And then I saw the Blake makeout session, and I thought, wow, that's actual competition for the Greg kiss. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Cause, um, it's bad, because I feel like if Blake was more attractive or more my type, I'd be rooting for yeah. him. I mean, she seemed into him, and then... She there, puts a lot of emphasis on kissing. Yeah, the there was some good kisses but then seeing those three okay so i was ranking those three but immediately the andrew kiss was at the bottom right comparatively like in terms of what she was into like her kiss with andrew blake and greg on that group date night portion yeah i guess so passionate yeah it's Mm -hmm. like i instantly thought okay andrew's out of it he's not even competing with these these other two they were just like way above and then and the banter with blake and the very sexual banter was definitely flirty, definitely that. She's very much into Blake. But you notice the guys that she's into or that are really into her, that are actually into her and actually like her, never mentioned the Hunter stuff. That's right, because Trey and Justin both yeah. mentioned Hunter. Not Tr- and James. Trey and James. Right? On the group date. Because Justin uh, was on the one-on-one, so he was on okay. a different date. But Trey and James became obsessed, became obsessed with the Hunter stuff. And they're acting like Hunter isn't there for the right reasons, but they're going to use their whole time talking about Hunter. It proves Mm. that you have no connection with her when you're choosing to use your time to talk about another guy. You're still focused on weeding someone out at this point for reasons. Yes, and Aaron. Aaron, Aaron Aaron inserting himself in every single drama they're always saying you know they do it under the guise it's kind of manipulative they bring it up under the guise that they're looking out for someone or protecting someone protecting her from the bad and that they're the ones that can do it like this is a very Aaron thing James had that too and they keep using the word calculated that he's calculating yeah so yes they misuse their time and rightfully got bit in the butt when she cut the date short because she was literally puking, and I'm almost sure that was unrelated. I'm pretty That's sure like, that yeah, I'm pretty sure it was, it was probably she just ate something, you know, and then just had to end the date. But yeah, why? It's not worth it to be barfing over. Yeah, I don't think she was that into Hunter that she was barfing over. But these guys, they were terrible at reading a room. We learned this from the challenge. But they she they should have read the room and realized she's done with the drama. Why are we doing this? So those guys. I'm sorry. I had it. I I was over Trey at that moment. And James just was like, I'm done with box guy. Back in the box, box guy. (laughs) There's still plenty of guys left. Just, yeah, exactly. 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 Um, Let's see. Yeah. So Katie talked to Hunter and ended the night. So that was a group date. Group date was a disaster. So we've had a fairly lackluster episode so far with the whoa, business and then with justin's one-on-one date who we can barely still remember his name at this point when he's not (laughs) meme facing right and then the group date where they sucked at burns like they could have done yeah 
I don't know. You say funny stuff, right? Like, yeah, he's not here for the right reason. So, well, this guy's left-handed. He's not here for the right reason. It's just dumb stuff. You could have said some something. It was total letdown from the way it's promoted, right? Maybe from someone's turtleneck or something. Like, I don't know. Just do something. Like, I don't know. So, the last one-on-one date of this week goes to who, Cam? Oh, it goes to Connor. Yeah. And when Connor found out he was getting the one-on-one date, he was like a giddy. He was, like, extremely happy. Like, he, was. In, he was infatuated with her, it seemed like. Definitely. I started watching you. He said to check for his neckline. And <laughs> I noticed he didn't button any buttons on a polo shirt. <laughs> He had a really interesting kind of acid wash denim jacket in one of his little cutaway talks or whatever. (laughs) He has some interesting fashion sense. Uh, It's they both kind of talked about chasing that first night connection. Well, he in his mind was chasing that first night connection because they had whatever they shared kisses and he felt very passionate about it. And she was kind of like chasing a connection that has never been thinking that she should be there. Yeah, so they went on a double date with Caitlin and Jason. Caitlin is the host. I had explained to Kevin that Caitlin is a host that's a former bachelorette, but this guy was not on her bachelorette season. He was actually top three of a different bachelorette. I thought, and, how do you try to find a connection, a spark, if you go on a double date and play volleyball? <laughs> well, I don't get why that would... It, it was bad news. Well, that you start. could maybe... It was kind of set up to just be like a very tame situation with not much... It wasn't like they were doing those Kama Sutra type dates that they do sometimes to try to really spark the tension. The what? Like the tantric yoga. They've the, done these dates where it's like full body massage yes. or nude painting or things like this that are very overtly sexual. So Hunter, who she's trying to develop a, a sexual connect, not Hunter, but Connor, who she's trying to develop a sexual connection with, gets, you know, basically chaperoned by two other people. But they mm-hmm. preface, prefaced it by um, saying that Jason and Caitlin started off as just friends, you know, that then grew to something more. Camden's confused. She doesn't understand that it's not people can people have the friends. It doesn't just start off as friends, right? Platonic friendship grow. I don't get that. I don't get why she was like. That I so didn't odd. believe that you could be friends with someone and then find something more. I was like, that's clueless. What? It's a little weird to say. That's it that really way. weird. It's a little weird to because, say it that way. Because like, are you telling me you're just gonna like meet someone and be like, cool, romance right now? Yeah, yeah that's the way she probably. Well, she probably. I mean, it. I guess if you like find someone cute or whatever. That's a, if there's these people that like, well, Cam and I just watched the first episode of Love Island. There's these people like the most important thing to them is sexual attraction. That's weird to me. Yeah, I know. That's strange that's to really me That's really weird well, to me. But there that's are people I really and like. she might be the one. Like if that is the most important thing to her, it's not about love growing or attraction growing. That instant attraction is the most important thing. That's why I really liked Connors because I was like, oh, he's really like friendly and would get along with kids and would get along yeah. with kids. Like, animals and whatever, and, like, when it actually thinking about, like, a marriage, that's, like, the well, person that's what I'm thinking. I was, like, like they're the most compatible, paper, easily. Connor is, I mean, though, I'm not sure. Like, on paper, Connor is a dad-joking, cat-loving, unathletic guy, which is basically yeah. right. I guess who I'm married to. 
pretty much. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. I, I'm this not super really overly bad choice for the date if you're trying to create. A it spark. was bad, and so she was like thinking me. that. So she went back after the day portion of the date. They ended the day portion of the date with a kiss. It looked passionate it from outside, did. and it didn't look like. And Connor is not listening to this, but Connor, who's now feeling self-conscious about his kissing prowess it didn't look like he was a bad kisser he didn't do anything weird it wasn't slobbery he wasn't sucking the bottom lip he didn't keep his eyes open but we've seen all of these seasons we've seen some very bad kissing techniques um but his did not look bad so i can say that it looked like a good kiss from the outside but after the day portion of the day ends we realized that katie felt nothing beyond just the friendship and she was trying to search the whole time for something more i don't know i don't get that that date seemed like something that like greg should go on or someone who she thought was yeah i don't know this okay so uh connor is back in his room getting ready for the romantic night portion and, of the day did you notice how much time he spent making sure the opening of his shirt i had to <laughs> it was just right he spent a lot of time See, you should, i can't on. believe you didn't notice it before because these necklines have been intense these v's have been extremely deep but it, it looked good. I still think <laughs> I, it's fine. I still think yeah. he's cute. I still think he's cute. I kind of like his unique style. He's he's very funny and nice. But he's getting ready for the date. Super excited, loving their chemistry. So happy they rekindled the chemistry, and the voiceovers. We know the impending doom. The Katie voiceovers are saying, you know, she's basically getting ready to just decimate his heart. Yep. And you we're so it's just like this is how editing is just evil. Mm-hmm. It's so evil because he's so getting happy with the juxtaposition of her just being sad and like whatever else, ready to go crush him. Oh, so he's all dressed up and no place to go. No place to go for sure. She shows up at his door. What did you think? His face? Did you oh. see his face when he saw her outside there? It was at first kind of like uh, excitement and then just soul crushing. I know this is good because she's in a sweatshirt and jeans, and I'm. You know, and looks like she's been crying or whatever. She had to give him the whole "it's not you, it's me" speech. Yeah, she was basically yeah saying I can't get there, and him like while blinking back tears was basically like it's okay, it's okay. What do you think, Camden? I know I thought it was really sad. It was really sad. I wondered if ABC uh, gave him more time and wanted the whole date thing to be like this so that we got to know him even more and wanted him to be on a next show. Yeah, yeah. They invested a lot in time in Connor for so. really, you know, we kind of know him better than a lot of the guys. Oh, no, definitely. She straight up told him it was the kissing. Mm-hmm. Like I'm straight up. Instead of just saying I didn't feel spark, there wasn't a connection. She basically was like, yeah, when our kissing, I just didn't. It was just so me. how self-conscious is he going to feel the next time that's he's supposed to kiss saying. somebody? He's, that's what I think. I go, oh, I mean, he... I just don't think, you know, he definitely was there for her. I think he would have worked. He would have made it work with her. Yeah. You know, and I think one of the reasons she was so sad kind of leaving it is she realized that she got rid of someone who this would have been whatever, easy, an easy choice. He would have picked her. He would have been there for her. There was going to be no question about it. Right. Yeah, I would have put him higher. And he was going to put her number one, for sure. He was definitely Definitely. all about her. Yeah. So eliminating someone who is 100% a 
not, not necessarily a safe choice, but a choice that is really there for you and 100% open and talking about everything to these people that maybe are a little more, you know, closed off or might be more scared of the situation or, or has been on the show three times and they, you know, like Blake has been into three bachelorettes now. Yeah. And Greg is, seems kind of put off by the production. You know, like he kind of seems a little bit put off just by the show yeah, or it's uncomfortable. Not an environment he feels comfortable yeah. in at all. So Greg seems kind of uncomfortable. Blake seems kind of just into the fact of falling in love or being with the girl. You could say these things, not necessarily that they're true. Yeah. But she could be more worried about these things when, and also letting someone that is actually wouldn't have to worry about any of those things. I don't know. Oh, it. He got to say bye to the guys. What do you think of? Oh, what did you think sad. of that scene? Trey started crying. Oh, it was, it was Trey, so sad. Trey was definitely was sad. very sad, and Greg was blink doing. Greg had his teary eyes again. They were all. I feel sad. like Greg's might be like me. If you see someone crying, you're like instantly starting. Yeah, I started tearing up. Yeah, because it was just very kind of like, and I feel like. When they're not traveling all the time, or they're in this house, or they're in the same location, these guys have gotten very close. Yeah, they exactly. They seem to actually have formed friendships. Yeah, nice guys. Yeah, they seem like nice guys. I felt pretty bad. I think Trey was starting to feel like, oh, this means I could go. I mean, well, the yeah, they too. should. They should feel like that. They you all know. felt that. It, I think they were like, "What?" Yes, and if they were thinking that Connor was, you know, a front runner, and then gets out of there. Yeah. yeah. Especially if they haven't had those Camden's trying to get under a blanket. What are you doing here, child? Oh, <laughs> Getting comfy. The blanket. Uh, if they haven't had these super romantic spark connections, then they're gone. So I don't know. But what I don't get is she gave, she had two one-on-one dates this week, Justin and Connor. So she was feeling this undeniable spark with Justin I don't know. Did you see it? Like no, I don't I get didn't it. See it. That's why I don't get why he sent, why she sent Connor home and not Justin. I mean, I I can see sending Connor home if you're not feeling it, but I'm just really but why not surprised Justin? to see that she's there with Justin. Because Connor's so invested, in maybe break his heart. That more. might be possibly it. Connor is more invested, and whereas Justin's the easy layup later to get rid of. I guess so. True. I don't know. We have too much, you know. And they didn't show us most of Justin's date. Maybe he was super fun and whatever in the portion. They didn't show us, but I don't know. I was a little bit mind boggled by that. All right. Here's where we also start to get a little, I don't know, ap- not apprehensive. What's it called? Pessimistic. Something about production's hands and everything. Oh, definitely. Because yeah. after Connor's elimination and after Connor was talking to the guys, Katie's crying in her room. And who shows up? Blake. Yeah. Blake shows up. Blake shows up. Playing the country music. Well, they're playing the country music. I think that was on their date. That was the song they danced to on their date. Yeah. So that's why he played that one. Still. But um, I just saw it as opportunistic. That's what I'm wondering. Romantic. I just thought. "Hmm." Well, I in my mind though, I feel like it's just so our minds are ingrained and we're probably like whatever to know that that is like a just romantic moment. Like, right. Right. We're just like the John Cusack say anything moment 
is just ingrained in our mind is like just one of the biggest if romantic he gestures. If he did it all on his own, then yeah, it was it was mm-hmm. pretty romantic. And she yeah, was but into he it. He did not. There's no way. He came because in the room and they made out. They were or she, in the hallway. They were making out like intense, like super big makeout sesh. But it was really weird. This was the weird part, and it's like where you're saying it was very contrived. He was saying, oh, yeah, you standing up there crying and me coming in to console you. That's exactly how I pictured this night going down or whatever he said. Remember he said something yeah. like that? I, this is exactly how I pictured it going down. So you pictured her crying up there and you coming into like, Superman, you know, savior type stuff? How would you know she was crying? That's the thing. Like, well, he said, because Connor told me. Oh, that's right. Crying in your that. sweats, because that's what Connor told me. But like... So you pictured going in to save her, being the one to save her. Oh, like the way you said, so you pictured a... that, like that seemed very weird. Like that way saying that, this is exactly how I pictured this moment. I don't seemed know. like a little bit contrived. I feel like that's also like a red flag of like lacking empathy. Christ. Yeah. Yeah. The way he framed his decision to come to her was weird to me. I know. After I mean, I, I guess was, he like, wasn't before... that close to Connor, but still. I know. But like. He was like, saw him crying and was like, I'll go to save Katie. Yeah. They had such a connection, then he said that, and I was kind of like, uh, what? This is a production thing. Oh, production culture. I thought it was from the beginning. She's in there crying. Go to her, you know. Like, how are we supposed to believe that not every single person, how are we supposed to believe that Greg wouldn't have done that? How are we supposed to believe that Michael wouldn't have done that if given the opportunity? didn't come into the room and say, everybody raise your hand that wants to go to Katie right now and have an opportunity. (laughs) That's the thing. They They all all would raise their hand. They all want to do that. If any opportunity they had to go spend, if they knew they could just walk to her door and spend more time with her, they would. Right. But people are gatekeeping who can see her and who can have these little moments. They have to have like a curfew or something. Exactly, they do. They have, they're only allowed to do certain things. They're not... Like, we're made to think it's spontaneous when someone shows up at their room. Oh, definitely. But they're not just... Blake has previous connection with production. Yes, exactly. And he did kind of that thing, too, didn't he? Where he showed up, like, he crashed a date, remember, last time. And I think he showed up at... I I don't know, maybe I'm misremembering. But did he show up at one of the rooms, or was that another one? But, like, we're supposed to think that this was... I believe he said, I want to go see her, maybe. You know what I mean? But he was allowed to do that by production when probably everyone wanted to be like, I'm wondering how she's doing. Can we check in on her? Like, right? Right. Right. Anyone who had that sort of feelings would be curious about how she's doing. Yeah, exactly. Like, especially like Greg is probably really. It's why we have to be so pessimistic about, about it. And the fact that they're pessimistic about Hunter is just ridiculous when like they should just be calling out production in general. I don't know. I don't know what I thought about that. I thought they definitely have a connection. He said he could see her as his fiance now. Yeah. I could see leaving with her as my fiance is what he said, I think. And he mentioned, I'm going to go back and be super happy with myself. And then the sprinkler pops up. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, that's kind of fun. Those people are the editors. The sprinkler pops up and starts shooting water. Pretty funny. Funny, funny, funny. Anyways, that was about the only one I got behind for the innuendo. Mm -hmm. None of those other ones. Um, The guys are excited for the cocktail party. They're tired of the drama. They're tired of their time getting taken up by other people. And they're super excited to make connections. James suddenly is like, I really need to make a connection after talking about Hunter for every other opportunity he gets. 
And she comes in and she says, I know where my head's at. I don't need anything else. We're canceling the cocktail hour. Well, it's good to just get rid of some of these people that have just no connection. That's the thing. Like, why are you giving these guys one more chance to grovel and tell you meaningless little things about what they like about you? I don't know. And give ABC one more chance at some boring dates. (laughs) Exactly. So she cancels the cocktail hour. They go to the rose ceremony. She's going to the rose ceremony saying she knows everything. She doesn't need to talk to anyone. She knows everything she wants to know. But then the first thing she does is what? She takes Hunter. Exactly. And, like, goes to talk to him. And she even says, like, during then, she's like... I just, like, need to know. I need clarity. And, like, <laughs> exactly, which I don't understand. She cancels the cocktail hour, saying she needs to know. She has everything she needs to know. First thing she does in the rose ceremony is pulls Hunter and says, I just needed this time to talk to you and hash these things out. Wait, wait, why couldn't you have done that at the cocktail party? I feel like I get that, though. I know, I do too, but still. I feel like, you know, you have those moves where you're, like, full girl boss, and you're like, yeah, I'm gonna do this, or break up with this person, or, like, you know, get out of something, and then you're like, but I like them. Yeah. I think she also needed to come across, like, she given him a chance to talk to last one last ditch effort got rid of him without talking to him about i think there's no way she was actually that broken up about hunter leaving sorry not buying it it was weird though she seemed like he she liked him she seemed like she liked him but he was an easy let go too i think like connor was much more difficult Mm -hmm. it seemed oh definitely easily Um, so yes anyways she calls hunter pulls hunter to the side talks to him again more about this whatever pointless conversation there was nothing of substance there and lets them go back to the rose ceremony and then starts calling rose names we realize that four or more people are going home this episode and we're like Mm -hmm. easy easy peasy there's so many that can go i actually saw um (laughs) who went home camden spoiled herself literally five minutes before the rose camden looking on her phone during the episode as we're watching it Anyway, they're well, boring she talk. She, she didn't spoil it for her. No, she, she didn't spoil it for her. She didn't spoil it for her. No. She said, I know three out of the four people that are going. Well, so she I was still shocked bit, at the end. You I would have been surprised. worried, though, if I would have saw, like, Connor. Actually, I probably would have skipped past if I saw Connor. Yeah. I would have been like, oh, oh, well, these people are staying. She starts calling <laughs> names, and we knew right away that there were the four easy ones. So she called them in this order. Blake first, Andrew, Greg, and Michael. Mm-hmm. We, know, I mean, like, yeah, those are those easy. are top four, right? Right. Like, pretty obvious at this point. All got their names called. I guess Justin already got a rose. I'm sorry, Justin. I'm not seeing it for you. No. Um, and then she calls Mike. What is going? On? What Mike? What is like, going on with that guy? I thought Mike was going to get some screen time. Try to be a little bit whatever. They're going to play up his story, and they've just literally nothing. <laughs> I don't know. I think she. Nope. She plans on being like, okay, I haven't given this guy much time. He seems nice. I don't know. Maybe he's just quiet, but the best one. And then gets a one-on-one and is yeah, like, yeah, no. And, and then see him in the previews. That's, That's the only time we ever see him. Yeah, the only time, the only stuff we've seen is his shot of his one-on-one date where they're dressed up some white ceremonial type wellness type retreat garb. I don't know. Weird. Yeah, so you're probably right. He gets a one-on-one date next week and then sayonara. Yep. By Mike. Barely knew ya. We if just not, knew a couple sound bites about virginity. <laughs> uh, we're already saying bye to Mike, even though he got a rose. He's here another week, I guess. Uh, and then the final rose. Hunter's still standing there. Trey's standing there. James. 
someone else I can't remember, Aaron. <laughs> yeah, He's already gone in your mind. And the final rose goes to Brendan. Yeah, Brendan's a mystery. What? Why? We thought Brendan was gone like three weeks ago. We really did think he was gone second week. I don't know. I, um, not my type. Maybe Brendan. she's keeping him for some later excitement mystery man. Maybe, or just because she has to keep people. I don't get it. She Maybe she hasn't, he's the one that she actually hasn't got to spend any time with, so doesn't know whether she likes him or not. The other guys, she spent time with them and realized, nah, they're not it for me. So she still has a couple she can get rid of. Yeah, there's still, there's still Justin, there's still Brendan, and there's still Mike around that right. can all go. But Brendan, oh my word. So, Aaron, man. Aaron is gone. Aaron, why? Why, Aaron? Too, much time. Too much time being policeman for the yes, drama. Yes, he really was just wanted to boss people to do certain drama. You know, like, who's drama now? Like, regulate the drama, judge Judy the drama. I guess he seemed like a very the boys person by the end of it because he was, like, talking to the other guys. It almost seems like he wants to protect them more than Katie. I don't know. It almost seems like he has a better well, relationship with the boys. Well, he started off early on. He started off with he the Cody. With Remember, he was calling out the Cody guy. Yeah. And then he went for the Thomas guy. Oh, no. The Carl. And yeah, then he went Carl. for Thomas. Oh, and Everybody. now Hunter. And now it's just like, no, this is your persona? Okay, so Camden, you heard that Aaron is going to Bachelor in Paradise. Aaron's going to Bachelor in Paradise. Uh, Connor's going to Bachelor in Paradise. And Trey... And, right. uh, and James. Did you say James, James too? Yeah. Oh. James, Aaron. I don't know why Aaron had to. Why Aaron over, like, anyone else? Well, they bring a lot of people. They bring a lot of people on Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah, because oh. they come in over time, right? Yeah, you basically... Camden has never watched Bachelor in Paradise, so we might have to watch it this year, but... We have to. It starts on the same day school starts. It starts Connor on my birthday. Again. You want to see Connor again? Yeah. I mean... He would, but he was hyped up at the start of the season. I want to see Trey too. Trey, like, yeah, these are good people. It's we'll a fun see. Show. It's different, different type of commentary. It's different. You could have on that. It's different. I mean, it, it's pretty goofy. But okay, so they're going to. Hunter's not going to paradise. No. Bla- I like this. This is a soundbite where Aaron blames going home on Hunter. Blames uh-huh. him going home on Hunter. As if hmm. Hunter had anything to do with him going home. Aaron was the one obsessed with it. Oh, my gosh. Aaron inserted himself with every drama. It was yeah. just ridiculous. So we get previews of next week. And it starts right off with, like, my favorite. I love this preview. It makes me feel something. Greg's one-on-one. Oh, yeah. Book style, like kissing in the rain. It's very like. He seemed extremely happy, genuinely happy. Well, at this during that day, he during does. That. He definitely does. Mm-hmm. I like. They seem cute. He gets his second one on one, which is rare. Yeah, they do. But I don't know if I trust just the happy one on one because that's what they showed with Andrew last time, and this time, it seemed more. Uh oh, he definitely needs encouragement. I feel bad for him. He, I feel he's like he's really genuine and just he wants to think he's the only one she's thinking about. Right. Yeah. I think he realizes she's not. He's not the only one she's thinking about. Mm-hmm. She had. He's going to hear about Blake showing up there 
or being and getting that time and her doing these things with Blake and her doing these things with who with whoever and he's not gonna like yeah, it. Yeah, he doesn't right? like the game being played behind and what he, his, he envisions in his mind. If he is actually as clueless about how this works as he kinda seems, then he might not realize that basically you get to certain points with multiple people. Yeah. Which for a lot of people in a relationship are not going to like that. No. If you're not into the whole bachelor thing, it's it's kind of a given on the bachelor that you're dating and doing romantic things with with numerous people, but in real life you would not be okay with that. Yeah, you get no. hardened watching it after years and years of yeah. it. Like the first couple of seasons, like remember, this is just so horrible. Yeah, These people is. are in love with this person wanting exactly. to marry them, and then it's just blah. Yeah, Nothing. it's not it's really good. Sad. And so if you are not conditioned like we are. Or whatever, it could hit him hard. And it looks like, because we rewatched this mid-season preview and took out some of the stuff we'd already seen now. We saw lots of her crying, the her throwing up. Those are all gone. Um, the Connor crying, those types of things. Uh, but if we see him really upset, Greg is very much upset at some point. That's He's upset a lot. <laughs> Even, well, he, he's, he's like mapped. Yeah, he's he mad. Gets mad. And like, he seems furious. mad at production in a way too, right? He says, What is this fake or is this all is it was this ever real or something? I think he's almost saying He's like, What's like, the point of going through with it if it's all fake? Yeah. Like that, saying, I don't know if that's format. to her or if it's to the show. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. At first I just thought that was like they thought someone else was the one. Or, yeah, I don't know, though, because they didn't know who that was exactly at first. Anyways, yeah, I don't know. That sounds rough. And next week we might get to see the Michael. Do you think Michael's leaving next week on his own? They didn't show any of that this time. Well, I know, but they didn't show it this season, this episode, maybe. And I don't know. We saw it in the midseason preview where he's talking to his son. They didn't show any of that this time. Do you think it's next time? Next week is the last week before hometowns, which is where they're bringing their hometowns to them. Mm -hmm. So if that was the case, his son would probably come to see him. Right. So I don't know. Or does he talk to his son on the phone that says, I miss you? And he's like, I'll see you next week. It sort of depends on the COVID, too, because the kid, the young child can't be vaccinated either. So would you want them traveling there? I don't know. I don't know. They could make him think that he was going home with all the Connor stuff. And the, yeah. I, I think she regrets Connor. You think, okay, so the person you think, I could have sent home the person I meant mm-hmm. for or whatever, you think that's her talking about Connor? Yeah. Or do you think that's her eliminating someone and then going back to get them? The Andrew or thing. The Andrew what is thing. the Andrew thing? I'm pretty sure he goes home and then she you wants him back. You think the Andrew, she eliminated Andrew and then gets him back? Hmm, what do you think? Who do you think is... What is happening with that Andrew scene? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. She seems super into him. I don't know. I don't know. I hope when so. she jumps on him, she's really into him. He, I don't know. In terms of kisses, it's 100% like a three on the scale, whereas like Greg and Blake were like a 10. Now she's, she her. has said that Greg has the best kisses. Okay. She's come out. She and did said say that. Oh, that yeah, was she in said the after that. the thing. But she said that during the day portion of the group date. Oh, that's right. She said that before that night session with Blake and before Greg, or Blake's uh, night oh, portion yeah, of the group there's date. there's been other kisses. And she had some that. really intense kisses with Blake since then. 
True. Right? So she said Greg was the best kisser then, but then, oh, you yeah. know, who knows what happened after that? Hmm. I don't know. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So what I have a question for you. When she met up with Connor, she jumps, does the typical bachelor jump, and she's wearing, like, jean shorts, like Daisy Dukes. Oh, yeah. Do you think that's a comfortable situation? Do you think they cut off the camera <laughs> when he let her down and she picked out her wedgie? <laughs> off camera. Okay. Imagine jumping that high in jean shorts. I didn't know. So and not very having, high. yes, very, very high, high. high. It was a great jump. She got airtime. Yeah, seriously. She had a good jump, wrapped her legs full on. Getting down, do you think she pulled her wedgie out on the way down? Do you think she they cut camera? I mean, like, there's no way she didn't have a jean short wedgie and have to pull it out of wherever. I'm glad we didn't have to see it. <laughs> I'm sorry. These are the it things I think about. Uncomfortable. I think about a jean short jump like that, and there's no way it's not traveling. I never would have been able to jump that high. No, I would. The jumping would not. I'd be the. I can't do the jumping. Cam, have you uh, ever she's done very athletic. Jump into someone's arms. No. You've probably never had a boyfriend athletic enough to be able to carry you. These guys can literally. No, I remember I tried to give uh, my ex a hug one time and I like his mouth started bleeding because I uh, hit his <laughs> rammed into his head. Catherine can't even get just the regular hug down. No. Regular embrace. So no jumping No, it embrace. was it actually was. I think I attempted that. Camden, you made him probably bite through his lip or tongue. No, like I hit his chin. And oh, his like, chin! Like here, and so like I hit like his mouth, and then he was like, "I'm bleeding now. Thanks." Like, <laughs> oh. oh, oops. Okay, <laughs> My Cam, bad. Cam's gonna have to learn her run jump before she does the reality show circuit. After all, I'm just I don't know, too clumsy, man. It'd be a whole segment of me. Clumsy girl, that'd be your storyline. That's right. That's a good storyline. <laughs> They'd be a t- I'd, like attempt that, and there'd be a slow mo, and then it'd just be like ah. Lost a tooth, man. <laughs> the outtakes. All right, guys. Any last final words about this episode? I just, uh, Trey's uh, uh, leopard print velvet sport coat. I did like that. Yeah, I, I Trey had great style throughout. Uh, Trey, you just didn't stand a chance. No. Nice no. guy. You had a good start. You got too bogged down in the drama, Trey. You should have rose above, honestly. Mm-hmm. Can't get bogged down. Box guy had his entrance and then faltered and he never came about they should have taken him out in a box that would have been funny. yes they really should have <laughs> oh, he should, a box should have pulled up and he should have got in that would have been hilarious maybe he'll show up to paradise in a box <gasps> oh do you think he will he should maybe they will <laughs> oh really i bet you on the intro you know how they do the intro package on bachelor in paradise and it's like a goofy intro. Yeah. So Bachelor in Paradise has a very goofy intro where people do, like, kind of make fun of themselves. I bet his intro is a box. Oh, yeah. And it's going to say James, and it's just him, and it's just the box. <laughs> That'd uh, be funny. Okay, things to look forward to, and next week, hopefully, we have some excitement. We'll actually be watching it. We might have to get uh, Grandma's takes via phone. We'll see. We'll see how this will work out. Oh. Because we won't be in Las Vegas. Right. That's crazy. All right. There's another week down. We'll see you guys later. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye.